Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, Mike Max, day three. Three to six, right? Friday we did it. We weren't here, David. Then, then Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. I learn so many interesting things when I'm in here three to six. And uh, and I see so many different things. Today I learned I'm just I'm just keeping this seat warm for a couple of days, right? And then JD steps in, Jason to Russia, with no further ado. He uh, he was na- it, it, you, you probably know this if you listen to WCCL. Uh, he was named the three to six host on a permanent basis, starting at the end of this month. He um, uh, you know he had announced a couple of weeks ago that he was leaving WCCO TV, and there were some of us that even thought this might. Might be where he landed, believe it or not. J- J- Jason, I didn't want to tell anybody that, but yeah. I just had an inkling. Maxie, do you remember? So back when I was a yeah. kid reporter yeah. at CCO, yeah. working the night shift, yep. and I'd be going all over Minnesota covering stories, yeah. going to small towns, whatever. But w- w- I would always listen to your show, and I would text you yeah. when you did commercial reads uh, that I particularly enjoyed. Yeah, like, like, like for example, uh, is there a better place as we look at graduations and, and, and events coming up that, than Dickie's right. Barbecue to find original barbecue think, sauce? I, no? I can't think of a better place, and I mean, no. Let, let, I want to just be honest with you here, Jason. Have you had that fried okra? Have you had Ooh, the fried have okra? I had it. Yeah. yeah, but you well, know, and, and I'll be honest yeah. with you, like like right now is a it's perfect day, perfect temperature, seventy degrees, you know. But I believe, and you, I think you believe too, that eventually it's going to get warm. And and is your air conditioner ready to go? Have you called AMI? What are you doing right now? <laughs> you know, you're sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, congratulations! Thank you. I'm so excited. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm a little nervous. You know, I spent 19 years coming to the same door same building. at uh, 11th and Marquette. And so I hope I can find my way a couple blocks down the street. You can. And, and the but, good news is you don't have to pay for parking anymore. That's significant between. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm so excited to, to have the chance to do it. And the reaction today has been so nice. People have just been so nice about it, so it's great. Is it one of those things where you, you don't really set out to be one thing or another? It just kind of unveils itself as you go along, and you know, you go from reporter to good question to the morning show and all those things, and and then it just kind of makes sense as you go along, as as opposed to this was a goal when you're ten years old. You just kind of get into this business, do the best you can, and then things kind of 
appeared to you? Is, is, is that the way this, this has kind of come down the pike? Yeah. Yes. I think that's, that's a great way to describe it. Now, I was going back through some of my old stuff this week. And I went through my old high school yearbooks where we had a radio station in high school. And everybody thought I was going to go into radio. I thought I was going to go into radio. Yeah. Uh, but ended up in TV. I went to Marquette University, which had a just Marquette had a better TV station than radio station. Sure. So that was, simple, right? That it was pretty much that simple. Yeah. My high school had a better radio station than the college did. Yep. So I ended up going into TV. And, you know, there. look, when you're 22, you can't exactly host a talk radio show. No. Uh, when, when I was in college, I did. Uh, I was a fill-in radio DJ. Yeah, you did the afternoon talk. show, mornings in the afternoon. Remember, I was, in the remember afternoon. I was at Marquette a few years right. ago in the Govers when we made the NCAA tournament, and I found out all kinds of things about you. And you got the, all the truth. Yeah, right by I, your statue. I yeah. at, a, at an easy listening radio station playing like, you know, American Pie, and, mm. you know, uh, here's Barbara Streisand, uh, soft favorite, the new 103.7. <laughs> You're like, oh, my gosh. So that was, so I have this long history in radio, but but uh, it's an old history, right? I mean, yeah. mostly it's been the fact that I've had yeah. this relationship with CCO Radio. Chad Hartman put me on his show as a guest, mostly because Chad is an incredibly lazy individual and needed to kill Phil, a half yep, hour. Need I used to see him in the dark, yeah. That's what I was hey, there but, for. But don't you think, Jason, in general, and I think you and I share this, yeah. you, you, you're curious yeah. by nature. You, you, you are stimulated by the profession because you're stimulated by people. Yes. I love people. I genuinely And, and everybody's do. got these interesting stories, yeah. right? And the beauty of radio is you can explore it, right? I mean, we... Morning TV has given me quite a bit of freedom, and I, I feel like as a as a regular news person, they give me a tremendous amount of latitude on oh, yeah. CCO, right? But it's just different. It's a different relationship to be able to take calls, to hear people's stories, to talk about businesses in a different way. Like, I'm just excited uh, to bring, hopefully, some unpredictability and some fun and some celebration of all the things we love about this place. and. Because we love this place, we also want it to be better. And so conversation about, uh, you know, ways we can make this community better, I think that's going to be part of it, too. Well, there's another part is you don't have to sit and worry about is the right graphic up and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? About that video. stuff that's always in the back of your mind when you're doing TV. Oh, my tie is off. How long has my tie been right? off-center, you know? I know. I'm wearing a tie right now, and I'm looking forward to Changing the wardrobe. So, so, so if you were, <laughs> yeah. let's just say that this, if if your career ended today and you weren't taking, yeah. what what would you say about the last many years? That what was it that you've enjoyed about being in this uh, business? Well, you know, it's TV news is a strange beast because yeah. your your strongest memories are in many ways some of the worst moments mm-hmm. in our community, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, in my time at TV, I was there when the bridge collapsed. I, I was on the air. Uh, the, you know, I'll, I'll never forget uh, interacting with uh, Darnella Frazier, who, who took the video of George Floyd being killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happened late at night on a Monday, and it was early Tuesday morning uh, that I got to work and 
and you know talk to her to make sure that the video was was real because mm-hmm. you don't know with anything you see online today you know i'll never forget kind of going through covid i was at work every single day i thought it was important to be sitting at that anchor desk so people had some continuity oh, in their I lives was really, uh, yeah, was yes, yes and i was glad to be at work it was i felt Me better too. there you know what i'm saying me too, but I thought it was important to convey that that things were going to be okay. Yeah. And that I was still at work, I wasn't in my basement, you know, that it was going to be okay. Um, but you know, the main draw for those of us who love this business, it, it is that we work with some of the most interesting people. Like the coworkers are just amazing. And I think about like the people who don't get any of the credit in the world. You know, I think about Ron, who... Uh, Throughout all of COVID, Ron and I were the only people in the studio all yeah. day. Uh, and you know, I mean, Deron Gresseth, you could write a book on. Yes, yeah. I mean, we've got some. We've, we've got, got some, some characters, man. <laughs> yes, so hey, hey. like that's the best part about it. The people are amazing. Okay, so you just went like six minutes longer than you can for any TV story, and we yeah. st- I, I'd like to go longer, but yeah. we we want this is just your first. You know, this is kind of right. hey, welcome to the club from a different angle. Here's Mike Max that's giving right. a little spin. He's worked with Jason. You know, we're, it's just a different way to ingratiate you. It's beautiful. You guys are setting me up. I'll I'll be sure to kind of screw it all up starting on uh, the twenty seventh. Well, well, w- welcome to the team officially on a full time basis, and very excited to have someone with your passion and talent as a part of it. So, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Maxie. Appreciate it. You bet, Jason DeRussia, coming here three to six. Uh, Paul and Jordana, there's a text up here. What they're still going to be working here. Um, Paul is a, the head of meteorology, and Jordana will join Adam Carter at nine to noon. So, um, yes, and uh, obviously Jordana's going through a lot right now with her blood uh, marrow, bone marrow transplant, but it will keep you updated on that as well. But, yes, they are still gainfully employed here at WCCO. When we come back, we're talking the movie market. Yes, have you seen Top Gun Maverick? I have now, and I don't say that very often about a movie. Tim Lammers will tell me more when we come back. Mike Max, 3 to 6 in WCCO. Joining Paul and Jordana to talk Hollywood, film reviews, and all things movies from directconversations.com. It's Tim Lammers. Presented by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Attorneys. Seeking justice for the injured. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. He's the man who fell for the wrong woman. Uh, fell for the wrong woman. But out of out crisis of, comes uh, change. Crisis. Out of crisis so, comes last change. Year. Uh, so I spent the last year really slowing down and reconnecting with myself. I am very excited for everyone to meet the real me. There's something wrong with Homelander. There's something broken. He's lost his mind. Mom, Daddy, the name of it is The Boys, season three, starring Jack Quaid. Amazon original series where superheroes are often as popular as celebrities, as influential as politic, as political figures, as revered as gods. But that's when they're using their powers only for good. I just thought that off the top of my head. Joining us now, Jim Lammers. Nice enough to join us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Tim, thank you. Thank you, Mike, and good to talk with you again. And off the top of your head, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, I just there's just some things I thought as I listened to the clip. I thought, how did that strike me? And then I just, I just recited <laughs> what came to mind. Well, tell, tell us to, what I just heard. Well, I have to tell you, Mike, this is one of the wildest series on streaming. Um, it's you know, the, the, it's about this 
city uh, that is full of superheroes. They're actually seen by the public as superheroes, but in actuality, they are supervillains that are being managed by this oh, no. uh, huge corporation, and uh, they're running amok, uh, doing things unchecked. So in season three of The Boys, The Boys is the group that aims to exploit, uh, expose the deadly exploits of VOD International, this mega conglomerate that runs these so-called superheroes. Um, it, it starts off where government regulation has stepped in. It seems like these supervillains or superheroes are being held in check, but in actuality, they are not. No. Um, this is, again, one of the wildest series I've seen. In fact, it's the, probably the biggest gross-out series I've seen in terms of blood, guts, and gore. Okay. Usually that's reserved for horror movie yeah. stuff. Here, uh, these, these villains are so powerful that a lot of things explode. A lot of bodies explode and heads explode. <laughs> really? this, is, this is the way that they abuse their power. And, and it made it so, to season three, it did, huh? Oh, my God. Oof. Well, in, yeah. I mean, look, I thought I saw enough. You haven't said one thing that one makes and, me want to watch this so far, Tim. Oh, you got to see it, Mike. Start at the beginning. <laughs> it, it's really just a different take on the whole superhero genre again these are perceived as superheroes to the public but in you know in reality these are very very bad people um so yeah it's a nice uh, way to turn the genre on its head in a sort of way okay um but this there, there's a scene in the first 10 minutes of this show i've never seen it before it is so in craze, incredibly crazy um and revolting I don't even want to get into it. Okay. I can get into trouble by mentioning one word involved with yeah. this scene. Yeah. But this I, is, I painted a picture of something I saw in Nick Lamal yesterday, and people couldn't eat dinner that night, you know, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is kind of revolting, and um, you won't believe it. But, again, these guys uh, that run this show, I mean, they're pushing it. Streaming apparently doesn't have any limits as far as ratings are concerned because you see everything in this, this series. But, again, it's called The Boys. Jack Quaid is actually the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Turned out to be quite a fine actor, but there are so many other great people in this. Carl Urban, uh, lots of familiar faces. Uh, so I think you'll like it. If you, if, you know, again, it, don't expect superhero stuff. Expect um, R-rated super villain stuff with this series. Okay. I'm looking for the Abbott Ranch. Yeah, we're not a tourist ranch. No, well, I was looking at camp. Only be a few days. Autumn. Well. Glad to finally meet you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why are you here? See that? I've been drawing it for years and now I see it all over the place here. You stay away from her, you understand? That goes for everyone. I want that land. Why? Don't know what it is, but it sure sounds to me like a rancher fighting for his land and family probably discovers an unfathomable mystery in probably Wyoming is what I would guess. 
I would guess that's another thing off the top of your head. And again, <laughs> it's I'm called Outer Range, starring Josh Brolin, <laughs> again from Amazon. Uh, yeah. Josh Brolin's great. So how much money does he make doing a streaming series like this? You know, they, they're recruiting a lot of major talent for the streamers. You know, And I guess Amazon can pay what they want, huh? Exactly, when you got a guy like Bezos running the joint, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, real quickly, because I know you want to talk about Top Gun, but um, yeah, think about Yellowstone, but with a sci-fi sort of bend. Josh Brolin runs this cattle ranch out uh, far away uh, in his on his land is this giant circle. Well, it's not a crop circle. It's actually this, this bottomless circle. There's a force field around it. So there's a sort of mystery going on there. But at the same time, you kind of get the things that you get in Yellowstone. I mean, it's sort of a crime thriller. Uh, it's, it involves a family. You know, so... It- so yesterday I told the story walking on TV radio, and uh, I was walking to the mall, and I was with the people, and it's, it's become one of the greatest things in my life since uh, the riots and all that stuff is, is just... Um, getting to really pay attention to the fabric and the heartbeat of what makes up downtown Minneapolis. It's good, it's bad, and it's indifferent. There's everything in downtown Minneapolis and Nicollet Mall. There's a lot of good stuff going on right now as they rebuild. There's a convention going on in town. And I told the story yesterday about, I, I don't even want to tell it because it just, ugh. uh But I saw a lady standing there right by J.B. Hudson. She pulls her pants down and urinates on the side of the wall. And without even, that doesn't even, it doesn't even face her. Um, and then just goes about her rest of her day, I guess. Uh, so you see something like that. You see a lot of good things downtown, too. But last night I went out, and because it was such a nice night, and I just took a walk, and I liked doing that. And I ran, and this guy's talking to me, and he says, I think you know somebody I know, and blah, blah. And I couldn't believe it. It was the man. It was the figure. It was the legendary and infamous Someone I had heard about for many, many years and never met because his background is so littered with issues and gang violence and all this stuff. And since he got out of the big house, he's committed himself to a better way of life and helping. It was Sharif Willis. Now, that name may or may not resonate with you depending on how long you've lived here and how much you study the city of Minneapolis and all that's gone into it. But Sharif's son, Sam, is uh, a guy that I know well. He's got Just Turkey, the restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. We've had him on a few times. Sharif was a Division One basketball player, a great basketball player. Sharif never saw him play because he was doing time. And so I sat. Sharif is now part of a volunteer organization group. And by the way, he told me he'd go on with us at some point in time, too, because he's never really done an interview in the last many, many years. But um, Sharif and these other people, they, they dress in plain clothes, but they're there to kind of restore order if there's problems. So I sat with them on Nicollet Mall, and I asked them, you know, what's what's really going on, and what are we seeing, and not just Nicollet Mall, but where where are the hot spots in this town? And I got to tell you that there's so much that goes on that if you're not in the inner circle, you don't know. While I, I, within ten minutes, two different people approached this group that were sitting there and opened up bags and said here we, we, we buy this from me for 10 bucks and it, it was just merchandise some may have um the conjecture may have been that they stole it from somewhere but they just they just wanted to sell for a quick fix that's all they wanted to get some cash in their hands this happened twice within 15 minutes and and the one woman was strung out and it was it was so sad and then somebody said oh yeah her dad was a big time pimp back in the day 
And it's like, whoa, man, there's this world that exists that I don't even know. And you just, you feel so awful for the people that are in that world. And yet it's so um, important, I think, that all of us see that up close and understand. And to sit there with Sharif and have him tell me about different things and different areas and where they, you know, they play cards over here and they all got guns out when they're playing cards. I said, what? <laughs> I grew up in Gaylord, Sharif. And, and it's, um, it's something. Today I'm going to visit with Tyrone Terrell because he, he too uh, understands that. Uh, he's in the middle of a lot of that and, and he, he's got his thumb on the pulse. And I, I got to, I, I say this time and time again, but you really don't know what you don't know. And I found that out firsthand. And there's a lot going on in this city that you really don't know unless you really know. And the only way you can really know is to get out there and be with the people that really, really know. If that makes sense. When we come back, Mark Fry was at an interesting event in downtown Minneapolis today, celebrating a legend from the city of Minneapolis. We'll explain when we come back. Mike Maxson, 3 to 6 on News Talk 830, WCCO, your home to the Twins and the Yankees the next three nights. Joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. I don't even know if, if that qualifies when you're, when you're a fellow employee from the newsroom, Mark. I think it can. But just run with it. That's fine. Yeah, keep the sponsors yeah. happy. What the hell? <laughs> um, you, you, uh, you were out today observing something that has been in the works for a while in Minneapolis. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a nice piece of art that they hope will uh, you know, divert attention in the right way and, and, and give maybe a signature piece. Explain what I'm speaking of. So last week it was a Prince mural that is on the side of uh, Ramp A, I believe, in downtown Minneapolis. And this today they unveiled Prince Rogers Nelson Way. It's a street right outside of First Avenue and they hung the sign today and it's really just honoring Prince and what he contributed to uh, First Avenue in downtown Minneapolis throughout his life and his career and it was really cool just to see the outpouring of support that you know these events for prince draw so many people from whether it's internationally or across the country and it's just cool to see the outpouring for people uh who were touched by prince and what he meant to them so uh prince rogers nelson way officially outside of first avenue now mike so, so like who was there for the was it a lot of his inner circle or was it just the general public what, what was it some, some guy with a megaphone saying <laughs> right. and we now unveil and they took the you know Right. So there were a lot of city leaders. Mayor Jacob Fry was there. Some of the city council were also there. And there were also the Crown Our Prince organizers, Sharon Smith, Akinsanya, and Joan uh, Vordenbruggen, who were there, who really spearheaded these efforts to get this, uh, to get the mural first and foremost. That is just beautiful. It's a hundred feet tall and it's, they were actually touching it up today during, uh, uh, the event. But, um, there was just a lot of, there was Prince's family was there with his, his cousin and his nephews and stuff were all there too. So it was cool just to see the people who were connected to Prince so closely and what this really meant to them because they said Prince gave so much to Minnesota. It was about time Minnesota did something to recognize the guy who really, for a lot of people, put First Avenue in downtown Minneapolis on the map, I think. Yeah, and, and plenty has been done since his death. Right. I mean, you could you could even make make an argument over commercialized sometimes. But, oh, for sure. But this is a standalone because it's it's iconic and it makes sense because it's by First Avenue and it just it all kind of comes together in a nice way for for people that are from another town. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you don't even realize Prince is from here. Boom, it stands out like that. But across the street from that mural, I noticed they had bleachers. And were those bleachers just for the unveiling or did people, because uh, sometimes I'd see people sitting there almost watching as the workers were working on it. And, and I didn't know if, if that was the intent of it or if it was just for the unveiling and, and that was just a, a byproduct of it. 
Right, and that's what, what they said today. They wanted it to be a place for community because that's what Prince really stood for, togetherness and inclusiveness. And um, I think that was one of the big parts. They want that mural to be a place where people can come just to be themselves and to experience this with other Prince fans because you meet one Prince fan who had this sort of connection to them, and they have a whole other story to tell about what uh, he meant to them. So, for instance, the lady I talked to today had been on stage with him five different times in different concerts that she had gone to and she actually got to sing with Prince one time. So she's a professional singer? No, she's not. She was a fan. And he would just like pull fans up on stage and she was wearing a shirt once and he brought her up and just... I don't know. It was part of his sort of thing to interact with fans. I didn't see any video proof, so I kind of had to step back. But, you know, it's somebody who has... It's her story. Right, right I mean, exactly. Yeah. And she was like, it was before cameras were a big thing, you know, a big before uh, cell phones were a big thing. But it's just cool to hear those stories like, and that like connection. Courtney Cox goes on stage with Bruce Springsteen. Right. And then you find out, oh, no, that was choreographed before. Right, exactly. We really didn't take yeah. anything away from it, but it, yeah. it, I remember thinking for a long time, why isn't that something? She just having me in the stands, and then she ended up being this... You know, yeah. in and, you know that Funny stuff. how that works, yeah. Yeah, but but First Avenue, I don't know how many times you go by there at night, but there's some long lines to get in. Whatever they got going on right now, they got it going on because there's always long lines outside that building right now. Right, and I think there's just a hunger to be out at a live event, and especially music. You think about all the artists over the last two and a half years who were just kind of left to make music or virtual concerts and there's i don't know it's just going to a virtual conf- concert it's just not the same so i think a lot of people musicians fans are just hungry for that yeah. experience and first avenue certainly delivers i i quit completely giving virtual concerts because i just didn't like the feel and the texture oh my fans would feel I, didn't, right. I, I thought i was shortchanging them is what i'm saying yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. I've just gone back to live performance only. I'm kind of waiting to get a call from First Avenue or one of those places. To, you know, I'm, I'm waiting even, to hear even that Acme call. Acme Comedy Gallery hasn't called yet. Well, there you go. You know, you know I'm a funny guy, Mark. Yeah, true, that's right? what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else are you working on? A number of things. Uh, no 6 o'clock news tonight, but a lot of stuff going on in the legislature. So we'll look at that. Mark Fry, the Prince Unveiling. Stop by and check it out if you're in downtown Minneapolis. Maybe even on the way to the Twins and Yankees tonight. That and much more straight ahead. Mike Max sitting in 3 to 6 at WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.